Welcome to episode number 32 of the Power 5 podcast. Last week, Christian made a bold prediction that the Dallas Cowboys would win a Super Bowl before the year 2030. He feels so confident that he and Brant placed a $100 bet on the prediction. We decided to continue making some bold predictions this week as we rank our top five bold predictions. Brant, Christian, and Colin are back. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, K-Love. Good to be back. I'm glad to be back in the studio, guys. I was on the road last week, as you could tell, but I'm back in the studio and I'm I'm wearing something that no one else can see other than these guys, but it's a little foreshadowing for some more bold predictions tonight. And I'm ready to go out on a limb and lose some more cash. Yeah, you went Cowboy. Dallas Cowboys rocking some <laughs> <laughs> rocking some Cleveland Brown gear tonight. So whatever kind of prediction it may be, it's it's certainly it. gonna be bold. Absolutely. Are we are we going Browns make the playoffs this year? Or is that a spoiler? I mean playoffs, that, that wouldn't be bold enough, right? Okay. Well, stay all tuned, right. brother. Stay all tuned. Right. Okay. Christian swinging. I like it. I like to live dangerously. I like that too, man. Bold predictions. It's gonna be interesting because you know, we mentioned this a little bit in our pre-chat, whether or not you want these predictions to actually come true or not. I can go ahead and tell you this, at least one of mine, I definitely don't want to happen, but I'm going to make that bold prediction anyways. Ooh, that's oh, yeah. intriguing. Kind of like last year, Kevin, when you told us that 2021 was going to be better than last year. Has it not been better? <laughs> not for me. So. <laughs> does any Does anybody want to guess anybody else's bold predictions to see if they land? Oh yeah, that would be good. As something comes I kinda, up, I've got one that I think that Colin's going to throw out. All right, that Monty Lee will not be the coach of the Clemson Tiger baseball team uh, at the start of the 2023 season. I mean, I think it's very possible. I'm probably at a little a little more macro level than okay. Clemson right. baseball tonight, right. but sense. absolutely think that's very possible. I thought yeah, he was going to say Dabo Sweeney's statue would be erected um, by in the next three years. Mm. I can't ping this on the head, but Brant's definitely going to have some kind of political or election bold prediction. I mean, there's uh, nailed. That's a <laughs> that's a stone cold lock. That's a lock. I mean, but but it, I don't. Yeah, I that might it. be popular. If you hit it, yeah. if you hit it, keep going though. Who who is it going to? I don't want to give away too many spoilers because right, like right, my I've got to guess. For Collins, that's political, and it might be one that I also have. So I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't want to give too much away. All right, here's my bold prediction for Brant. This is incorrect, but Brant joins Andrew Yang's campaign team for the 2024 election. Hey, I love the Yang gang. I mean, I'm Yang gang all day, baby. That's a pretty good pick, Kevin. Yeah, I'm my pick. That's my- not correct, but I'm the Yang gang. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, Colin Thompson was going to be on the ballot with Tucker Carlson 2024. <laughs> what a combo, man. What a combo. A couple of dry guys, am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> dry nugs. Hashtag dry nugs. His nugs dry, for hey, sure. Speaking <laughs> of – I'll knock it till you try it. Speaking of food that is not okay to eat dry, that would be waffles. Did y'all know that today, the day that we're recording, August 24th, is National Waffle Day? Oh, that's Should've beautiful. Like I love, I love waffle. some waffles, bro. Eggos, Waffle House. You could almost eat a chocolate chip waffle with no syrup. Almost. I wouldn't yeah, want to do it, but you could almost do it. I'll, how about you just said syrup? I say. Scrub. I say syrup as well. You say syrup. syrup. Did I say syrup? Oh yeah. Kind of like I, I, I say. Like, I say syrup. It's kind of like Kevin's home. Yeah, hey. Kevin. Are you gonna go home? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Ranch. You also say Kevin Cosner. Costner. <laughs> Costner. Oh, yeah. You, you straight up Clemson it. Yeah. Costner? I don't oh, say yeah. Costner. No Go way. back and listen. Review the tape. Review the tape. Ramona. Costner. Mark the tape. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, Waffle Day, man. Love a good waffle. Hey, 22 years ago, Christina Aguilera released her debut studio album. Christian, roll the tape. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Yeah. Come, come, come on in. Let me out. Oh. Is that it? I mean, oh, I'm yeah. Boys. Yeah. He's talented. Hey, here we Dude. go. Brent's favorite band is freshman year in high school, August 24th, 1999. Higher 
by Creed was released. Oh, man. <laughs> Please give me that, Kevin. Can you take me higher? Oh, that is a great one. That's hey, great, right there. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I dug that song when it first came down out. Down on now, now, I gotta stay far away from Creed. Yeah, Creed, Creed is amazing. Hey, one of the all-time greatest '80s bands of all time, Huey Lewis and the News. The Power of Love, released 1984. How about that? The Power of Love. Don't take money. Don't take fame. There we go. Love it. Never stuff. Heard. Little Huey. You haven't heard the news. Bryant, come on. My gosh. Hey, big happy birthday to Cal Ripken Jr., 61 years yeah. old. I'm surprised he lived after that encounter with Kevin Costner. Go back, to our, go back to our conspiracy theories episode if you want to know more about that. Wow. Story. The Ocean Iron Man, Eyes. as as known to all his women. What a guy. <laughs> the hits guy. keep on coming. <laughs> That's terrible. Hey, also Dave Chappelle, Brent's favorite comedian, turns yes. 48 today. And he looks good. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Give us a Chappelle. I'm just kidding. Oh man, that would I don't think you could do any of his kids. Bring in R. Kelly, tell him to stay away from my eyes. <laughs> hey, did anybody remember Windows ninety five? This debut back. In I just heard it. Dun, ding, dun, ding. I remember those just gigantic desktop computers. I mean, that bad boy weighed weighed hundred pounds. No yes. doubt. Had to wait till after nine p.m. to get online because it was free. Yep, yep. Know, that's was a right. True struggle. Oh yeah, massive. <laughs> Hey, 1990, everybody's favorite coach, Gordon Bombay, was starring in a movie called Men at Work. Also goes by Charlie Sheen, but we prefer to call him Gordon Bombay. Men at Work, Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. What? Yes. I'm confused. He's, I'm really They're Charlie brothers, Sheen. right? They're brothers. Wait. <laughs> Gordon Bombay is not Charlie. Sheen. I got Emilio and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> what? No, but Emilio and Charlie Sheen Emilio are brothers. Hey, take two, take two. Emilio Estevez, also known out. as Gordon Bombay, co-starred with Charlie Sheen in Minute no, Work. You wow. do realize his brother is Charlie Sheen. His real name is Charlie Estevez. Oh, I didn't know that it was Charlie Estevez. I did know that they were brothers. Google it. They are, man. Hey, that's a hilarious movie, by the way, if you've never seen it. They're garbage men. men. At it's work. hilarious. Yeah, they're garbage. I like the band guys. Men at Work. I come from a land down under. There we go. Man, they got the dude rags, just like the one Colin's rocking right now. Love it. Yes. Christian's, Colin, knowledge, Christian's knowledge runs deep, man. Was that it? Was it accurate? With, with just movies. and It's I'm pop things. culture. Just don't come to me with anything of any I'm importance. Like, but... I'll never play you in trivia. <laughs> Oh, no. What we need to do is we need to find some kind of trivia contest and take mm. Christian. Yes. That's yeah. what we, yeah, we, we We had one of these things going, and when I closed in on winning the T-shirt, it all of a sudden yeah. disappeared. Hey, listen, you got four. I can't run the game every week. I think right. I just need the shirt. Just give Would him the shirt. Captain Crunch shirt. Yeah, give him the yes. shirt, man. All right. We'll call all right. it. I'd yeah. rather have. Uh, yeah, because we're about to start a new game, by the way. I'm excited. About All right, we, we can talk? go ahead. Are we done? I'm out. Are we done with history of? I've yeah, got, we're, I've we're got, done with history, and we can I've go ahead something. and declare you the winner. Oh, Colin's oh, got something. I've got something. Game. All right, what you got? On this date in 1989, Pete Rose banned from baseball. Mm. Also, and I'm foreshadowing a little bit from one of my uh, bold predictions coming later, Congresswoman Nancy Mace, the first female graduate of the Citadel, began classes on this date 25 years ago. Nice. Oh, there Let's we go. Leave that, hey. Let that linger there. Hey, I, I appreciate those contributions. Go dogs. All right, folks. We're going to do a little pod pick them throughout the course of the college football season. Our panel will select five games against the spread. We'll all make a pick. We'll track it. We'll update you as we go. To the games for week one. We'll start. We'll start with Ole Miss and Louisville. Ole Miss favored by nine and a half. Kevin, what you got? I'm taking the ribs to cover. Brent. Yeah, give me Ole Miss, man. I think they're going to be good. I think nine and a half is probably not quite enough. Christian. Yeah, give me Ole Miss, all the points and more. So we've got a clean sweep there. I'm going Ole Miss as well. Moving to game number two. 
Wisconsin and Penn State. Wisconsin, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go whiskey as well. Give me Penn State. My dad is an alum. Pull for them every year out of the Big Ten. We're just going to get Penn State. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. The Badgers by 17. <laughs> I'm going uh, Wisconsin. Game number three. Iowa minus three and a half against Indiana. Kevin? All right. I'm going to go with one of the top five helmets in all of college football. We're going to go with the Hawkeyes to cover. So, I'm taking mm. three favorites so far. Give me, give me Indiana. Christian? Give me Indiana as well. I think they're on the rise. They play close games, but Indiana. I'm going to go Iowa. That's mm. a smart pick, Colin. Ooh, a 7-10 split. Indiana right. returning 17 starters. Ooh, hey, good. speaking of the 7-10 split, I want to bowl in Monday. We're at Rock Springs? Yes. Did you Much safer on? than Tri-City. 147. Oh, that's pretty good. That's What's pretty your good. highest bowl? Anybody in here uh, higher than 241? That was my high. I don't I think I've ever really hit 228. So, no, okay. not 241. Dude, that's strong. I'm the winner. <laughs> All right. Back on the track here. Alabama minus 18 and a half against Miami. Kevin. Golly. Man, I really don't want to take Bama, but I'm taking Bama. 18 and a half. <laughs> Give me the Canes. Give me the Canes. Give me Bama. Or give me death. They do struggle a little bit with the mobile quarterbacks, though. Do you, what is their name? De'Eric King? I think it's Miami's Manny quarterback. <laughs> I'm going Miami as well. As you'll remember, I had Alabama ranked fourth in my contenders list. You know, I think Miami gives them some fits. Predicted it then, predicting it now. Uh, and then, of course, the showcase game of the week, Clemson and Georgia. Clemson currently sitting at a three-point favorite. Kevin, who you got? Man, pulling hard for the Tigers. Pulling hard for the Tigers. Want the Tigers to win, but I'm picking Georgia to cover the three. Picking Georgia to win outright. Give Brent. me Clemson's defensive line. Give me Clemson all day. Christian. Guys, this is coming back in my bold picks, but there are caveats to it. I'm just going to say Clemson right now, and I'm going to leave it at that. All right. And I, too, am going Clemson. Uh, two weeks ago, I might have gone Georgia, but I believe that the injuries uh, in Athens so far through summer camp are just going to be too much to overcome. Don't think uh, Georgia is going to score more than 10 points. So. Ooh. Clemson uh, Dang, dominates that's a, that's at the that's uh, a hot Bank of America, too. too. Yeah. Mark the like tape, boys. I think Clemson has the best defense in the country. Ten hey, we got – listen, Clemson, Clemson's playing old. in Georgia. I mean, excuse me, Clemson's playing in, in Charlotte, which is way too close to being close to Tanner Muse, who was always good for giving up a couple big plays every game. So, you can automatically go ahead and say just on that alone, they're going to give up more than ten points. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, the, the wild card is Darion Kendrick. We gave him away, so we're okay. That's right. He could be George's Achilles Addition by subtraction. I don't know what the <laughs> uh, I don't know what the over under in the game is, but I'm just telling you, make some money. Ten. Wow. Go under. Take the under. I love Fair it. Fair enough. Let's Ten go. points. All right, fellas. I'm looking forward to keeping track of that all season. So Colin, I appreciate you. Since you won the first tri- or the first little game thing that we had, you're you're Congratulations and in, in your prize is the Captain Crunch shirt, as well as running this game all year. I appreciate that. What what's on the line here for us? I think tickets to the Natty, right? Ooh, I Ooh. like that. Yeah, you finished last. You got to buy everybody's. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> oh, oh. I'd be regardless doing like two of who's in it. That's right. That's right. Oh. Yeah, regardless who it is. I mean, where is the Natty this year? It is in Indy. Oh yeah. Oh, that'll be perfect. Yeah, we can do that. I like it. A little podcast live from Indy. Ooh, it'd be fun. I'd be down for that. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. Well, we've got bold predictions tonight, man. It's going to be all over the place. Just to our listeners, if you have tuned out already or are considering tuning out because you think this is all sports-related tonight, it is definitely not. This is all over the map. So stay tuned. we got some bold predictions coming up. I've got Christian leading us off. I am going second, Brant third, and Colin, you will close us out. 
Number five. All right, guys, bold predictions. You know me. I already made a bold prediction last week about the Dallas Cowboys. $100 stone cold cash on the line there that they're going to win a Super Bowl. But I'm not going to start with sports. I want to give you my criteria first. So this is going to be a combination. It can be sports. It can be life. It can be politics. It can be food. I want to give bold predictions that, in my opinion, I feel like will happen. So I'm going to rely strongly on that. So these may feel very opinionated. Um, but I, I hopefully most of these will hit close to home and can resonate with our listeners out there. So I'm going to start things off with my number five in the political realm here of sorts, which I'm not your politics guy. Um, so this may seem, I don't know, this this may be stupid. This may be off the wall, but I don't care. It's a bold prediction. Number five, Donald Trump will be back in office by 2024. You heard it here first, boys. Donald Trump, number five. So he couldn't, beat, he couldn't beat the 85-year-old with dementia, but he's going he's gonna to come After back. After all we've been through, Brett, he's coming back Monday. <laughs> you hear me? I mean, they can take my guns, no, but they bold. can't take my president. I lo- hey, he won it. He won it already. He can win again. I like it. I like. Hey, that's it. a bold prediction. That's I would, bold. I, you know, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he he runs again. I consider going with a Trump will be president again. Not Ivanka. A Trump. I did not include it, but I did it for you, Colin. I think Somebody Don Junior. Don Junior's memes are really helping him get in the national spotlight. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, he's, he's I love him. Fire memes. All right, like here we go. Coming in at number five for me. First of all, my criteria. So I, I figured that we would be heavy-handed sports tonight. So I my criteria was stay away from sports. I didn't want to. You know, we, we, we've had a lot of sports episodes here recently, so I wanted to really focus on that. As as with you, Christian, I chose five things that I think will happen. Number five is something I don't want to happen. And here we go. I think Pearl Jam has one more album in them. I think they will release one more album. Their last album was Gigaton. They have still yet to tour it. That's coming up hopefully very, very soon. I can't wait to go check out a few shows for the Gigaton tour. I think they'll put out another album, and that's probably going to be it. That does not include any kind of best of or any kind of hits albums or any kind of live shows put out. I'm just talking about newly recorded songs. I think they've got one more album left in them, Pearl Jam. One album, number five. I mean, if they if they do put out another full album of originals, <clears throat> that's all you can ask for. I mean, what a career that would be for them. I mean, It'd be a bonus. Yep. I, I mean, almost feel like yeah. Lightning Bolt and Gigaton are are bonuses already. I think so. I mean, but you know, one more would be great. There mm-hmm. were some good tracks on Gigaton. I, my question to you though is. At a certain point, do you want your favorite band to keep making music or do you just want to love the classics? Like, is there a point where it's too much or will you forever want new Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam puts out puts out albums on such rare occasions, you know, every, you know, early on in the career, obviously they were cranking them out every two years or so, every year, every two years. But now they're putting out things every five years. And unlike I feel some of these old guys that are just washed up and and the music just doesn't even sound like, like what that particular band is known for. I, I still think Pearl Jam sounds like Pearl Jam to me. Yeah. And so as long yeah. as they're sounding like Pearl Jam, with the exception of a song called Dance of the Clairvoyance, that was not, that did not sound like and Pearl can't, Jam. And Can't Deny Me. I mean, yeah, I can't deny me. That was that was that was a terrible song, but yeah, man, they're still putting out stuff that sounds like Pearl Jam. So as long as they do sound like that and it's good, yeah, I'm down for it. I like it, man. Temple of the Dog reunion coming soon. Yeah, too soon. Um, too soon. That's right. Um, I like it, Kevin. All right. Criteria wise, I tried to be a little all over the map, but then I landed on having two sports predictions. So. I, you know, I, I think these are things that could certainly happen, but they're bold. So, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if they don't happen. So coming in number five, I'm going with, you know, I've talked in support of this team a lot over the last couple of episodes. I'm going with Matt Campbell and the Iowa State Cyclones winning the Big 12 championship uh, and getting to the playoffs. Iowa State 
make it to college football playoffs this year. Uh, they beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. Certainly possible. Hey, I agree yeah. with that pick. I love it, man. Yeah, um, I like it. I mean, I think that's the only roadblock, right, is Spencer Rattler. And, yeah. I mean, that's get past that. You got it, man. I, Brent, I think I they like got a pretty good shot. I think they got a pretty <laughs> good shot. I, I see I what you it. did there. I get it. I think we, me and you need to just order ourselves a Iowa State shirt or something. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'll support. All right. We can be All right. Criteria for me. I feel like mine are going to be a little more long-term further out than, than maybe where most of you guys seem to be going really didn't specify anything specifically like no sports. I've got a sports one on there, but I, I do mix it up a good bit, but just most of them kind of macro and a good bit further out. So number five for me, kind of going with a political theme here. I believe that in the next 10 to 15 years, we will have a third major political party. I believe that the current two parties are moving to the kind of extreme ends of their spectrums. I believe that's leaving a significant portion of the country kind of stuck in the middle. And as the two parties continue to move further right and left, it's going to alienate a lot of people. And therefore, in 10 to 15 years, you know, three, three generals, there will be a additional political party um, are you like willing, are you willing to go a step further and say that clay travis is going to be the leader of the radical <laughs> moderates i'm not in a position Your to say boy, that i'm boy. not in a position to say that at this time all right all right hey i like I'll that stay tuned. stay tuned for the good of the country i hope you're right about that i don't know yeah. if you guys know who brett weinstein is but he's absolutely is he related uh, to harvey <laughs> Oh Not Wayne Steen. I'm sorry. The juggler. <laughs> so he and his wife are on the Dark Horse podcast, and he's been talking about the duopoly. That's what he, I believe he calls it, the duopoly yeah. two-party system for quite some time. Um, I'm pretty sure I disagree with just about every political position of Brett Weinstein. However, I think there's there's definitely a craving for that out there. Yes, agreed. Each party is is being run by their most extremes to try. They go, they run so far to the ends of the spectrum to win their primaries, and then and then we're all like, "Well, you you literally left out seventy percent of America on your primary run." Like that's right. I'm I'm very turned off by both parties. It's it's unbelievable. Agreed. So that for that, I hope Colin's right. Yeah, Colin, we're gonna run the tape back in fifteen years. I hope you're right, buddy. <laughs> I love it. What episode will that be? Uh, it's probably what, like 1600. <laughs> nice. I like it. Number four. Coming at number four. Okay, I'm going to hit this one close to home because we all are ready for it. This is probably going to be the, the least of a bold prediction, but here's what's going to make this interesting. Okay. If this doesn't happen, then there are some stipulations that are going to happen to me. Okay. So my number four is that Clemson will beat Georgia, and I don't care if it's by one point, three points, or 10, or 20, or I don't, 100 points. If Clemson does not beat Georgia, I will not be able to do the podcast the previous Tuesday, and in my place will be Sir John Dilworth, and he has the right to do whatever he wants. He can berate me. He can call me an idiot, and I can just sit there and listen. I will be on, but I will be muted the entire episode. And I cannot say anything. You guys okay with that? Sure. Yeah, so be it. All right. Let's so let me just clarify this. So Clemson is going to beat Georgia. But if Georgia beats Clemson, then Dilworth sits in in your place and you sit in silence. Why? I sit in why, silence the entire episode. While Dilworth just does his thing. Exactly. Okay. You guys okay with it? You signing off? I'm, I'm good. Is it going to turn into a bit of a Christian roast? I mean, is that, that what, sounds you know, amazing. I, I, let's do it, man. I mean, I'm so confident that Clemson's going to win. It's no big deal. But it's whatever. All right. All right. Sounds I good. Like Kevin, this guy, you know, you're so confident. I hate it. Okay. Put your seat where your mouth is. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Number four for me is my political thing. All right. Here we go. 
We, as a country, the United States of America, will have our first female president sometime within the next three election cycles. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Who's it going to be? That's Pelosi. He's a Nikki Haley guy. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be our Stay current. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. I like it. Hey, right. That's my, that's I like my bold that. prediction. I think you're right, Kevin. Totally agree. Right. Bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. Anything else to say about it, Kevin? No, you, no, you have any no. other predictions outside of that? No, that's it. Three elections. Right, well, I'm going to I'm going to switch then. I'm going to switch my number three and number four because I think it segues right in. Um, Kevin, okay. you nailed this. Bold prediction number four: Michelle Obama will run for president in 2024. Oh, that's bold. Not saying she's going to win, but I think she runs for president in 24. I think she's sitting like top 10 odds right now. Yeah. Who's she going to pick as a running mate, a male or a female? Now, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. But I I don't, I think that the larger party will see that maybe uh, Harris doesn't have a great shot to win a general election and that Michelle Obama's favorability will be so high that she will uh, be compelled to run. She's one of the front runners in 24. Now, obviously, Kamala Harris has has got to run as the current VP, but if she's running against Michelle Obama, that would be quite an interesting debate between those two. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. she's about as, got as good a chance as Buttigieg, am I right? Oh, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Yang Gang all the way, but uh, but that's the, that's the number four. Obama runs for president in 24. Okay. I like it. Yes, she can. All right. Number four for me, my one sports uh, bold prediction. By the year 2030, kickoffs will no longer be a part of football in some capacity. I'm not saying it's necessarily college and NFL, but one or the other will not have kickoffs as part of the game by 2030. So we got nine years to get there. Yep. All right. What does this do for pod favorite Bradley Pinion? Are you talking just college or NFL? Both? He's a kickoff uh, go, specialist, baby. Go either way, man. I mean, I hope Bradley's still kicking know. in nine years, but, I mean, we'll see. Uh, so, automatically, know, balls is placed, what, at the 25? Something like that. Okay. It's And you're saying it gets taken out just because of injuries? Because of safety concerns, yeah. yeah. I think it's probably and, – and, you know, you, you may can weigh in on this, but I would probably venture it's the most dangerous aspect of football. I mean, do you agree with that, Kevin? Oh, Having man, coach? yeah. You got those wall yeah. busters that just go in there and just lay some – they're going in there reckless, man. That's – despite that, I definitely don't want it to, to be going uh, out of football. Yeah, yeah certainly. it is pretty dangerous. Don't take it as a want. I'm just making the prediction that that's what happens. Yeah, I think they've done some things to make it certainly safer, but I hope it doesn't. That would change the the dynamic of any level of football a lot, I think. Honestly, though, kickers are blasting the ball so far now. It's very rare. I feel like you even see a ball returned or a kickoff returned. It's a fair point, yeah. Punts, I think, would really take away. I mean, that's – Interesting. Interesting. I hope that's not true. Number three. All right, guys. Number three, I'm going to hit the food industry real quick, and I'm going to hit them hard. You guys probably know this about me. I'm a big pizza connoisseur. I eat all kinds of pizza. I don't usually discriminate, but I am going to make the prediction that by the time my kid is 10 years old, so by 2030, Pizza Hut will no longer exist. And I say that because out of every other pizza chain, I feel like Pizza Hut has stopped trying. I I think their pizza has gotten worse. Their ingredients have gotten worse. The classic old school Pizza Hut feel that y'all remember growing up, the red cups, the old lights, the the deep dish pizza that you loved doesn't exist anymore. What they're doing right now isn't working in the one that I go to and I rarely go to because it's terrible, but they don't even have people at the store answering the phones anymore. And then nobody knows what they're doing. That will not exist. There will be no pizza hut by 2030. And if there is pizzas on me, fellas, I think we'll be better for it. I mean, honestly, it's the That's worst a bold prediction. Yeah. 
I mean, on, you I mean, do the math. I actually like Pizza Hut. I mean, it, Colin, it, you're it's off the certainly not it's as awesome. good as it once was. Are you a stuffed crust guy? I'm not actually. <laughs> there was um, a there was a period in time that Pizza Hut had the best pepperoni thin pizza out there. Totally agree. Yeah, it was 100%. good, man. I've always that was the point in time. Thing, yeah. Hey, so the Berea Pizza Hut back in the day, you know, we used to go there quite often. They had a jukebox. You could get eight plays for two bucks, and so it was oh, very yeah. customary for me. After we would eat, I would stick two dollars in the jukebox and play come on baby light my fire by the doors eight consecutive times and walk out <laughs> wow love that yeah, that i mean like, that's so just random annoying. that that's oh, yeah. so kevin it's just unbelievable. come on baby light my fire over and over hey brant what was your play george jones oh yes there's arguably nothing more nostalgic than a, an old pizza christian referenced it the hard red cups the carpet, the smoke smell. Oh yeah, uh, the <laughs> lamps, the lamps. Like it's like church. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't forget about that salad bar. Stained the glass. Yeah. The salad. Oh, bar. salad bar. To a buffet, a lunch buffet. Yes. How yes. about the little uh, bucket personal pan pizzas That's or horrible. those Ooh. toys that you used to stick your hand in? Those puppets back in the day. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, they should have gone out of Wait, business. Wait, was that pizza? Yeah, they should have gone out of business with Blockbuster, and we would think about them. In a That's very true. Long. Term. Those two now went I hand just in think hand. about awful pizza when I think about Thank pizza. you, Brant. Thank the, you. The best part about this little bit just now was Christian fishing for a George Jones impression and Brant missed it. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> all right, I got all right, here we go. Let's let me I got wait, key, key us up because Colin is Bling. what 10 years old. He's at the jukebox at Pizza Hut, and this is what you hear. All right. Well, y'all, I gotta go back with my classic. If drinking don't kill me, is really not. Yeah, bad. it's really not. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good, man. I'm it's gonna classic, request man. that. Gonna learn some next more week. You perform a, a line from "Still Doing Time." All right, still doing time. I got right, just we'll just say it just like George Jones would, and that's how you that's how you sing it. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming in at number three, I'm a little bit of a space nerd. I think it's kind of cool, you know, planets, NASA, walking on the moon, whether it happened or not. <laughs> that's de- that's debatable, according to Christian. That's true. Yeah. It's a green so anyways, screen. here we go. I'm going to make a call. Currently, under the Trump administration, Mike Pence had announced that by 2024, the United States would put another person on the moon. While I don't think that's going to happen, NASA has partnered up with SpaceX. Elon Musk says they could easily do it. They could come up with a spacesuit by 2024, state of the art. They've got a ship, the Orion ship. I don't even know what you call those things. But anyways, $2.89 billion price tag is what it's apparently going to be costing. But I'm not going to say that we're going to put a, moon, a man on the moon or a woman on the moon by 2024. I'm saying it's happening by 2027. Bold prediction. SpaceX will have a moon mission by 2027. I'm here for that. I like that. Huh, I'll allow like it. That. And Kevin's going to be driving a Tesla, too. That's that's not happening. <laughs> I, I would rather spend I'd rather spend billions of dollars trying to get back to the moon than like you know handing the Taliban a bunch of military equipment. I mean, I think that's a better use of, the, of our money. But I concur. Colin, your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a bit of a simplistic statement for a a, a topic like that. So I'm just gonna I'm just. But gonna and I I would also say that I think that partnering with the private uh, sector is is certainly the right move with space exploration. I think that's a good call with SpaceX. Oh, yeah. Here we I go. like that partnership. Boom, I like it. It's man. good, man. Good stuff. I like it. Let's go back to the moon or let's go to the moon. That's right. That's your first time. <laughs> right, you're right. Thank you, Brant. All right, so Kevin... My number three prediction, you know, I know Kevin has said in previous episodes that it is a good value for he and his family, that he sees it as a good value. But here's the here's the bold prediction. In the next five years, 50 percent of of all current 
open and operating movie theaters will be shut down due to streaming services showing new movies. I think that there'll be a, there'll be, there'll, there'll be some that hang around that are like uh, big money producers. And then some that are just in key, you know, you're probably not going to shut down movie theaters in New York city, you know, at least not all of them, but a huge chunk of them will go away and, and more and more streaming services will buy the rights to and stream brand new movies. So I think that that's just more on the decline. So that's the take. That's oh, yeah. That, that's, I believe it. I hate it, but it's already happened. I mean, I used to be the guy that was at the movies every Friday. I have only seen one movie in the past 18 months in theaters, and I own every other streaming service there is. And I'm actually upset when like the streaming services don't give me a new movie to pay yeah. $30 for. I'm like, come on, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, that's right. I think COVID certainly, uh, you know, made this process go a lot faster, but I, d- I just don't see how they come back from it. I considered something similar, Brant, but here's what I think happens. I think that it pushes the, the industry back to the more quaint, nostalgic, like 80s, 70s, 80s feel of going to a movie, like a, a little small, you know, two screen type theater on a little main street somewhere that kind of brings back that nostalgic sense of it. I like that. So maybe like a a little small mom and pops type place rather than an AMC. Yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. Number three for me, kind of back on the political spectrum here within the next three general elections. And it's funny that Kevin, that you, you use three as well on one of yours, but in the next three general elections, a South Carolinian will be elected uh, to the presidency or vice presidency of the United States of America. That's bold. I think, I think that there's, um, you know, a, at least a trio of, of folks lined up that are, are potentially suited for that. Obviously, anybody that knows me or maybe even has listened to the pod knows that I am a huge Nikki Haley fan. Um, I believe that Tim Scott is is also well on his way to stardom uh, in the political spectrum. And I mentioned Nancy Mace earlier, you know, who's who's much younger in her political career, but um, certainly a, a lot of experience, you know, in a number of of, of ways and could be a, a national player, um, you know, over the over the course of three general elections. Oh, you forgot Lindsey Graham, but yeah, okay. I would, I would certainly. Uh, if you asked me this six months ago, I think probably Haley would be at the top of that trio that you mentioned. Now I put both Scott and Mace above above her. I think that you know Mace was able to come in and beat what I thought was a popular Democrat and and Cunningham, and Tim Scott's just a likable guy, and his I think his stock's on the rise. I, I like that call. Tim Scott, he has the eye patch, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, number two. All right, guys. Number two. For those of you playing at home who can't see me right now, I am rocking a number six Cleveland Baker Mayfield jersey. Hated this little punk back in college. In the NFL, I root for him and i don't know why why would anyone root for the cleveland browns i don't know but they've been building a team i don't know if you guys remember this last year because it was the covid season but not only did the browns make the playoffs not only did they beat the steelers in the wild card game not only did they come within five points of beating the chiefs who made it to the super bowl granted we all know mahomes got hurt but that was a game that they had every right to win and continue moving on. So my prediction here, and I'm not going to go all the way, but I'm going to go pretty far, far enough for you guys to call me silly. I say the Cleveland Browns make it to a Super Bowl, not win. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but they will make it to a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield at the helm. And that's considering longevity for him because I do think he's still – Early in his career, I think they're building weapons around him offensively. They can be a juggernaut if they get it right on both sides of the ball. It's a bold prediction because nobody has the Browns doing anything. I think they're on the rise. Give it to me, Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns, Super Bowl, at some point in Baker Mayfield's career. That's bold. 
Yeah, it's bold. I like it though. I mean, they're getting better for sure. I struggle with Baker. Just I can't. I just, just size. I don't know. I just struggle with it. Just commercials. I tell you what, I couldn't stand. You know, we've talked about this before. I couldn't stand the guy when he was at Oklahoma, and that a hundred percent had everything to do with, you know, just his cocky swag and against Clemson and all that good stuff. But yeah, I don't mind him so much now in the NFL. Kind of slow his roll a little bit. I think he's a good fit for Cleveland. I'll say that. I guess he needs the chip on his shoulder. Yeah, chippy one. All right, here we go. Coming in at number two, we got a bold prediction about our podcast. You ready? Here we go. So we're currently recording episode number 32. We're hovering around the 42, 4,300 downloads thus far. You know, growing a little bit every week. You know, I'm sure we'll have millions by this time next year. But anyways, my bold prediction is this. We will double the number of downloads to 8,500 by the time we get to episode 53, which is going to put us, based on downloads, at a 33% growth over the next 20 episodes. So here's the call. Bold prediction. 8,500 downloads for the Power 5 podcast by episode 53. Mark the tape. Mark love it. it. I like it. You heard it here first. Shout out to all of our listeners uh, right now because we love y'all. You're all the reason we keep doing this. You keep the lights on. And second of all, I love Kevin's analytical mind here, how he actually did a a percent increase. I mean, you know, a 30% growth. That's what my doctor said at 15 would never happen to me again. <laughs> so I love that this could happen, Kevin. I'm all for it. One thing that I really want to know, and I wish is a metric that we had access to, is just number of listens. I, you know, yes, because I yes. wonder if it's the fact that, if you're just trying it out, you're not downloading it, or if you're you're just not a big podcast person that downloads your favorite shows to, so that you have an instant access to them, but you're just coming in, popping a listen, you know, what is that number? That's that's something, yeah, that I wonder if we were to do like a, an upgrade on our Podbean subscription right would it give us those analytics would it be able to go back and give us those analytics and not just going yeah. forward yeah, that's maybe. that would be an interesting thing to find out it would i like it all right number two for me this is this is bold i think this is very bold because i think not many people would even have this on their radar i think with the improvements that the panthers have made on defense the bold prediction is this that they make a wild card spot this year and get into the playoffs. I think they have a top 10 NFL defense. I think it's young and it's going to be very good. I mean, arguably everything I've been reading about Horn, uh, he's going to be one of the, I think early on, one of the better corners in the league. Jeremy Chen's already one of the best safeties in the league after his rookie year. You know, it's, it all kind of comes down to can Sam Darnold take the next step and be a, a good NFL quarterback. Um, certainly got good weapons all around him, one of the best running backs in the league. I think they surprise some people. I think they get close, if not to 10 wins and sneak in a wild card spot. So number two, Panthers make the playoffs. Hope you're I right. Think, I feel confident Steve Smith and Luke Keekley are probably going to be offensive and defensive MVPs this year. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, nice name drop. I think Joe Brady excites me more than anything. Like, yeah. we're giving him, like, Sam Darnold. We're giving you, like, a number one pick to, like, play with. And we're giving you, you know, Terrence Marshall and DJ Moore yeah. and Christian McCaffrey. Like, you, a healthy Christian McCaffrey can do so many things. It's exciting, man. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Some good I, defensive I think, the I think the Marshall Jr. pick is going to turn out to be one of the best draft picks in Carolina the last five or six years. He's, I think oh, he's yeah. going to come right in and be a, an impact player immediately. No doubt. I'm here for it. Hope it happens. All right. Number two for me. And, and as I've sat here and listened to these and looked at this list, like, I feel like this is probably my most, my most bold one, but I'm sticking with it at two. Um, as some of you might know, there is a fairly popular sequel that is kind of starting to get in the works. 
the original released 16 years ago. So I'm guessing it's probably going to be 17 or 18 years after the fact. But I'm going bold here, going on the record. Wedding Crashers 2 will be better than the first. Ooh. Wow. And that's still going to happen, you say? Still, still on the docket. That, I mean, if that wow. were to happen, wow. Has a sequel ever been better than the original? No. <laughs> but he's t- he's taking a top five movie of yeah. all-time comedy, though. And it right. may be as much want to as it is belief. I hope so. But I, I think right. it, it's unique in the fact that it's been so long for that type of movie. Right. It's been so long because those movies don't exist anymore. It's sad, right? Where are the comedies that lived and breathed the early and mid 2000s that were so amazing they don't make them well the what best. i what i hope yeah. that it's not though is i hope that it's not like these old men passing the torch to two new young guys and it's trying to remake in that way I like zach efron and some other yeah, guy right right <laughs> like i wonder i just wonder how they're gonna do it that's a bold that's a bold prediction it's bold I hope you're right. That's what we're here for, though. I'm ready to see it. Number one. All right, guys. This one is going to hurt Colin. It's going to hurt Kevin. It's going to hurt Brand. It's going to hurt us all uh, because I'm I'm hitting us where it hurts here. Like this is number one right here. Oh, so, boy. Uh, <laughs> this is probably going to be in in your minds, maybe super unrealistic. But I'm going to tell you what happens. There's there's multiple dominoes that are going to fall here. So you're going to have to watch this play out over the next 20 years of our life, okay? Because okay. of why. All right. I'm preparing my rebuttal. All right. Prepare it. Prepare it because you're going to have a rebuttal here, okay? And it it's it's Mr. William Christopher Dabo Sweeney. Did you know we were going here? Figured. But did you know where I'm going here? I don't know if you know. There's going to be some stipulations. So Dabo Sweeney is obviously in a 10-year contract, $93 million. Everybody knows his youngest son, Drew, is on the team now, right, as a walk-on. How did he get there? I don't know. He's probably talented, doesn't know the guy. He's a great anyway, player. It's a great kid, right? He's good in high school. So, anyway, we know Dabo's got to stay around for a while, but here's what I'm going to say. He will eventually leave Clemson for the NFL, okay? It doesn't seem realistic, but it happens. He's going to get a little bit older. There's still going to be a statue outside Memorial Stadium. We're still going to win another natty probably this year. But he's going to leave Clemson for the NFL after Drew graduates and if Will stays another five years probably. And not only that, okay, so when his contract's up and a lot changes, the landscape of college football looks totally different. He goes to the NFL to take a team. I'm not going to say he's going to take like wherever Trevor Lawrence is because that's an experiment right now. But he's going to go to the NFL and he's going to finish his career in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And he's going to be older, and he's going to be wiser. He's still going to be Dabo, and it's not going to feel good for any of us. And this is like Kevin said, it ain't one of those things that you want to happen, but if I'm looking at my crystal ball, I'm seeing this unfold over the next 20 years. And I'm going to pause for rebuttal. I will just say this. This is the only thing I would say. If he makes the jump, to the NFL, I hope he stays and is successful there. If he goes to the NFL for three years and it turns into a Saban Miami Dolphins situation, and then he goes to Alabama, you know I don't think that's a great thing for his legacy long term. Personally, hit I you. think he retires at Clemson as a seventy-three-year-old. Well, guy. that would be amazing. That's what we all want, right? And it's it that could possibly happen. So I wanted to go bold here because, and I'm going to put some more money on the table. If it's not Lincoln Riley, could it be Dabo leading the Dallas Cowboys to that Super Bowl within the next 10 years to give daddy an extra $100 cash? Wow. <laughs> and that would make it that much harder for me to hand it over if it was. Because <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Any thoughts on that? Colin, so Dabo, Kev? To the, Dabo to the Cowboys. Cowboys to Bama. <laughs> Bull strategy. Honestly, as soon as you said that, I thought Dabo rocking a Minnesota Vikings sweatshirt. You totally see that. He's on the sideline wearing his like Viking horns. Like, is there a possibility that Dabo's just bored right now? 
I don't think so. Like, Do the fans um, ever turn on him if we don't win like another one no, in the next five? I don't uh, think so. So you're not you're satisfied? Bringing, well, not the way he's bringing in recruits. I just don't think there's any possible way that we're not. You know, you would have probably said this uh, 15 years ago about Florida State or other programs. I mean, there's ebbs and flows in college football, but if anything, I think it's maybe, hey, I'm bored. I want to win at this level. You know, I've done everything I can possibly do at the college level. You know, there's the only thing I could possibly do at this point is make my statue two foot higher. You know, <laughs> it's already coming. It's already, I'm already the greatest coach in, in Clemson football history at this point. What else do I need to do? Here's a new challenge, but here's it's enticing here's- because he might have a Heisman quarterback in his hands right now right so this next three years could be or two years or whatever could be just as good i don't know it's gonna be interesting here's my opinion on this i don't i I think Dabo is wired uh and it's the way he coaches that every year is a clean slate and he talks about it in terms of the team but i think it applies to him too call it a homer opinion or whatever you know i'm sure i'll get for this but, I mean, I genuinely believe that, you know, Dabo's mission is to impact the lives of young men. And I just don't know that he can do that at the NFL level like he wants to. I don't think he's getting bored. I, I do think there's a better chance he goes to the NFL than he goes to Alabama, personally. Um, but I, I tend to think that, you know, he finishes his career at Clemson. I think there's a better chance that he retires at a younger age than we would think than he goes to Alabama or the NFL too. I like that. What are your thoughts on the NIL and the changing landscape and the mega conferences? Is anything like that going to persuade him to be a little more like on the edge and looking? I don't think that it it really is going to change him that much. I mean, I think it gets back to, too. It's just – it's a different way to try to, to build, you know, and improve the lives of young men. I mean, really, that, at its core, that's what it is. And, you know, I think that, that Dabo will find a way to embrace, find the challenge from it. I just – I don't think it – you know, I think he gets a bad rap nationally for, you know, some of his sound clip, sound bite comments that make headlines. I just think Clemson is going to be in such a unique spot compared to programs nationally. I think they're even, and it, there's been the comparison made, you know, somewhat between, you know, Clemson and Stanford and David Shaw and Dabo. Like I think Clemson is even more going to be that unique spot that has its own identity like that over the next 10 years. I like it. Kevin, your thoughts. I don't know. I think you guys said it all. I, Fair enough. I want to think that Dabo finished his career out at a, at Clemson, but I don't know. Just going to Bama at some point in time just just sounds like a, a natural thing, but I don't know. I can't see Dabo in, in the NFL personally. Yeah, All I agree right. with Colin. Mark though. the tape. I said it. If it doesn't happen in 20 years, I'll quit the pod. All right. All right, here we go. Coming at number one for me is the boldest take of the night. You ready for this? Everybody ready? ready. Let's hear Let's it. Go. Here we go. Colin is a dad by 2024. Mark the tape. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. 2024. Eyes just got big. I love it. Oh. I love it. Yeah, Colin is, is a dad. And listen, they're going to be twins. Going to be twins. <laughs> One and done. To, Two and know, done. Colin's a little bit of a prima donna when he, when he doesn't get eight hours of sleep. You know, Colin's used to getting at least eight hours of sleep, goes to bed at eight o'clock, wakes up at eight o'clock. I mean, he's a 12 hour guy. <laughs> um, he's going to really see what lack of sleep is when he's got, you know, a baby that just, you know, just crying. You know, just I can't crying. wait. Just, just nothing you can do about that. Just crying baby outside. Then you got a wife that's, on you you know it's not it's no fair that right, she's right, the one that's got to be feeding the baby right know, when and, and you use the excuse you got to go to work and that's just not going to be a that's not going to be good enough at the in the moment hey, he's gonna he's gonna do some yard work just to get out for a little while like, yeah yeah that's right i yeah. sense the uh i sense the underlying tones of bitterness here uh <laughs> hey i will tell you this man there's nothing like being a dad but i tell you what those first six months man Buddy. Hey, will you give me some credit? We started this pod 
about the same time my baby was born. I have raised a child as long as I've done a podcast. So let's hear it for this guy. Respect, respect. No Thank doubt. you. Colin, you're up. I love it, Kevin. Boldest pick of the night. It's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, $100 in my pod. Quit in the pod. Quit in the pod if you don't, Colin. It's on you, buddy. All right. Looking for replacements out there. Boom, boom. (laughs) Oh. All right, here we go. Shots fired. Number one. I'm going along with Kevin's uh, previous pick. It's a pod-related pick. I think we'll – I'm – again – I think this is certainly on the scale of things that are possible, but I'm further speaking it into existence. Tim, the tool man, Taylor Allen will be our 100th episode guest. Wow. Love it. A strong man. I'm going to put the wheels in motion. I'm going to start getting in his ear on Twitter, but I'm speaking it into existence. Our 100th guest, 100th episode guest will be Tim Allen. What a pull that would be. I love Man, that. I got some goosebumps just saying you hearing you say it. And if we don't get him, we'll take Zachary Ty Bryan when he gets out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's number one. I love That's it, man. That is number one. Let's make that happen. I'm gonna start yeah. the campaign. Go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number one for me. Kids today, like babies today, we'll use Reed as an example. Uh, they'll never learn how to drive a car. They'll be self. They'll be self-driven. Wow. Point. Uh, you know, in fourteen or fifteen years, like they may learn how to press a button and do some things on it, but they're not driving a car like we associate it with driving a car. Wow, yeah. that's a bold pick there. I like that. I mean, I guess I'm wasting my time with her in the little walker right now. She's been zooming all over the kitchen for nothing. My my take that got scratched was in our lifetimes no one would drive a car like it, they would they would all be self-driving i scratched it for the panthers to make the playoffs i like the pick i like i was I like thinking it. i was trying to think of an automobile technology future type thing and i uh, didn't come up with anything but i like it golly i hope not honestly it, is it safe to say that elon musk has definitely been a big influencer on us going to the moon not driving cars for sure I mean, shout out to good. musk man Well, here's here's what I think comes first, though. I I think this is what, if you're a member of Yang Gang, you've heard this a lot. But the first thing that we're going to feel is automated long haul truckers. I think that's one of these things where you may have you may have station drivers in big cities, but the longer haul drives, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of jobs that are going to be lost due to automation and, and long haul truck driving could definitely see that hundreds of thousands well what's that going to do to the booger sugar industry that's what i call it hey man well let's do a quick review of our bold predictions here we go christian coming in at number five trump is the president in 2024 coming in at number four Clemson will beat Georgia. However, if Georgia beats Clemson, Dilworth will be our guest in place of Christian, and Christian will not say a word while on the pod that night. Number three, Pizza Hut will no longer exist in 2030 or by 2030. Number two, the Browns will make a Super Bowl, not necessarily win the Super Bowl, but make a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. And coming at number one, Dabo Sweeney wins another natty at Clemson, goes to the NFL, possibly the Cowboys, maybe the Vikings, maybe any of the other 26 teams. Then he goes to Bama to finish out as a 75-year-old. All right, KW, coming in at number five here, we got Pearl Jam's going to spit out one more new album. Um, hope it's more than that. Here we go. Coming in at number four, we've got – we will have our first female president within three election cycles in the United States. Coming in at number three, we've got SpaceX. We'll put a man on the moon or a woman on the moon by 2027. Coming in at number two, we've got 8,500 downloads for the Power 5 podcast by episode 53. And number one, in 2024 – Colin will be a dad by 2024 could happen 2021, 2022, 2023, but by 2024, definitely Colin's going to be a dad. All right, Brent coming in at number five, Iowa state will make the college football playoff this year after winning the big 12 championship. Number four, Michelle Obama will run for president in 2024. 
Coming in at number three, 50% of all movie theaters will close due to streaming movies. Coming in at number two, we've got the Panthers will make the playoffs this year. And number one on the Power Five's 100th episode, Tim Allen will be our guest. We're speaking that into existence. Colin, coming in at number five, within 10 to 15 years, there will be a third major political party in the United States. Coming in at number four, there will be no – what was it? I can't even Kick read Kickoffs. Kickoffs. <laughs> I was wanting to say KOs. Yes, no kickoffs <laughs> by 2030 in football. Coming to number three, there will be a South Carolina representative, political representative, either as vice president or president in the next three election cycles. Coming in number two, wedding crashers, numero dos will be better than the first if it's actually made. And last but not least, infants today, current infants will not learn how to drive by themselves. They will be self-driven in the automobiles of tomorrow. There we go. All over the map, man. We got technology. We got space and science. We got people, politics, sports, all kinds Babies. of stuff. Babies. That's right. Can I say that this was fun because every single one of ours is going to impact Colin in some way, and I oh, love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, we've got next. Uh, we've got next episode coming out next week. Episode number thirty-three. We'll be ranking something brand new. In the meantime, make sure you leave us a nice five-star review. Share us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you can find us. Be sure to do that. Spread the word, and we would certainly appreciate it. And we can't wait to do it again next week. Say good night, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>